Hey you. I'm Kim. And I'm Tara. Welcome to Unapologetically You. Today's guest Dana is living life on her own terms. Despite countless years of traumatic bullying, dropping out of high school, and several diagnoses, Dana has finally found her place in the universe. Stay tuned for Dana's journey to self-acceptance. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on whatever platform you listen in on so that we can continue to inspire you. Welcome, Dana. Thank you so much for sharing your story with our listeners today. Thanks for having me. Well, Dana, we are just going to kind of jump right into this one. So your struggles started during your teen years, maybe even earlier, which led you to drop out of school in the 10th grade. So what happened that made you have this epiphany that you needed to drop out of school? Um, The constant bullying. (laughs) Um, So it all started like when I was in middle school. I actually had teachers who used to bully me, which made it okay for the students to do it. Um, Now, I have been diagnosed and had been diagnosed with ADHD. So my focus, like back when I was in, you know, school, it wasn't, it it wasn't so, you know, help, like teachers couldn't help you with it. They didn't know what to do to make it so you can actually like succeed in school. So I would just get kicked out of class. So that happened a lot. And like in the 10th grade, I'm like, you know what? I am so sick of people bullying me. I am sick of like constantly feeling invalidated, uh, constantly sick <laughs> like of being kicked out of class. I'm not learning anything. What's the point in being here? <laughs> so yeah, I dropped out and I just, I got my my GED um, on my own terms. I went and got a job. I was working at a grocery store and I was kind of just like doing my thing. <laughs> So were you like living at home during that too? Yeah. Yeah. I have a very supportive family. (laughs) Yeah. See, and that's one thing for sure, because having that support system at home, at least like allows you to kind of still do your thing on the side and get what you need to get done regardless of being in school or not. Um, But then, okay. So then you kind of, from what we know, we know that you kind of jump around from job to job, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So do tell, do tell about that a little bit. Well, honestly, I think all of it stems from the way I was treated all through school. Like I have a very, um, I can't deal with authority. I don't like when people tell me what to do or treat me like I'm a lesser person. So, uh, I think that also because I've been now and now that I'm in my 30s, I've been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. And I'm pretty sure that all stems from the trauma that I had as a kid. Um, There was actually one incident where I had a six foot tall big guy when I was in grade six, grab me by the throat and hold me up on like in on school property. And I was like shaking. People saw it did nothing about it. And I was just like, <laughs> so this is, this is worse than bullying girlfriend. Yeah. My mom was always like, my mom was always my big, big, like advocate. She would constantly like when I'd go home and like crying mm-hmm. and telling her what happened, she would go down to that school and she would as passive as she is, she would give them a piece of her mind. Now I know when I have kids, if any of my children come home with the stories that I had, right. oh, you best believe I'm cracking skulls because it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your bullying was definitely not just 
typical bullying. This was yeah. <laughs> way more intense. Um, but you also just brought something else up. <clears throat> Borderline personality disorder. Is that what you said? Yes. So what exactly is that? Honestly, I I try not to live by my diagnoses just because yeah. like I feel like that will like in it'll always be in the back of your mind and it'll kind of shape who you are. So I kind of just I am who I am and I do I struggle. Basically, I struggle with my emotions. So um I have mine stems from like fear of like I fear of abandonment so like whenever somebody um pulls away a little bit I lose it a little bit you know I'm just like why are you like why don't leave me don't leave me (laughs) you know so um so yeah that's been that's been a big struggle in relationships (laughs) I'm not gonna lie that's why I'm still like Oh, no, I'm not single now, but like, you know, I've been single for a long time until recently. Well, and getting diagnosed in your 30s with something too, like that's like one of those things like, are really? I've been diagnosed with everything. Um, I've been do- diagnosed bipolar, borderline personality disorder. Um, I have anxiety disorder, general anxiety disorder, uh, depression, um, a- ADD. I don't know, just a lot of things, but I'm just like, you know what? I am who I am and you're not going to tell me that like when you put a label on something like that it kind of makes you look at yourself differently and it's just like when I act a certain way I'll be like oh my god I'm so bipolar right now like and I don't want to be living like that it's just like oh I just can't get a handle on like my emotions or the situation and like I've learned that I have to kind of take a step back and really like uh, evaluate each situation before I react with an with an emotion that may not be the right emotion for the situation. Sure. So you're learning to like manage. You're managing your emotions and managing yeah. these diagnoses and like letting it. The, your mentality on it is like super amazing. You know, like there are a lot of people that like would get crushed by certain things like yeah. that. The it's, fact that you're kind of like rolling with it. It's taken me quite some time to kind of like learn how to deal with it um because when I got the diagnosis it wasn't just like recently but like it was probably when I was like 25 26 or something like that I got diagnosed with borderline so like I I had to find different ways about um keeping my mind in check keeping my emotions in check so like I try to meditate I meditate before bed I listen to like sleep meditation which is is really helped me yeah, it's taken me it's taken me a while to kind of just like find those ave- different avenues that actually help me to be a better person and be a better spouse, a better friend. Like I still have my moments with my friends where like even recently like I'm going through this wedding party with my friends and we're having because of COVID there's just been so many ups and downs like I'm like, I don't have money for this. Why are you spending so much money? And it's just like I'm and I'm freaking out, but it's like Dana, do you really need to be over like freaking out about it, just like kind of like calm down and explain to them your reality so they can better understand and like yeah. try and work with you. So it's been a whole thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, the whole job thing, I don't understand what it is. I really don't. I, I lose jobs constantly. I don't, I sometimes I don't think it's my fault, but then when I look back at it and I, I, I'm like, maybe it was, but maybe it was their fault too because they weren't listening and they weren't valuing me as like an employee and what I bring to the company, 
you know? And you had one specific job that was like wild, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've had quite a few. Um, so I worked for a human sex trafficker and I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and like, how? How did you find out? What? Um, so long story short, I basically found, um, so I, a couple weeks before I found her ID, I'd found a piece of mail with a random name on it. And I was just like, who is that? And I actually asked her about it. I'm like, who is this? And she's like, oh, my friend, she just gets her, her mail sent here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Shrugged it off. But then I found her health card with her picture and the name that I found like on that piece of paper. And I was just like, that's, that's weird. I'm going to Google yeah. this name. So I Googled it and oh my God, <laughs> it came up with her and her child's father's mug shots. And I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck am I looking at right now? What is this? Really? Yeah. I message my friends. I call my mom. She's like, Dana, you better get out of there. I'm like, oh, for sure. I'm out, man. I'm like, I'm not working for this garbage human anymore. <laughs> yeah. And like people got a lot, like a lot of like um, misinterpreted what I they thought they were sex trafficking children, but no, it was it was grown women. Still not great, but it wasn't children. So <laughs> did they find out that you knew? Uh, no, I actually told her um, when she came home that night. I'm like, can I have an advance on my pay for this week? Because she would pay me every week, and she's, I'm like, because I just have some bills, you know that are due tomorrow I totally forgot about. So she's like, yeah, no problem. Like she was nice. She was nice to me. Little ratchet, but she was nice. (laughs) 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 But yeah, she paid me and then I left and then I shot her a text and I was just like, so listen, I'm not gonna be returning anymore. When you find that out, like you're working for a sex trafficker, like, I mean, I think anybody's reaction is like, okay, bye, like out, gotta go. I'm out. I'm out. Um, yeah, no, what really scared me was the fact that I had, um, there was one incident where I would, she left me at her house, her home with the child's father. He was down visiting and he was like the ringleader of this whole thing and he was offering me alcohol. So thank God I said no. So what are you doing now? Like, what are you doing these days? Odd jobs. And I'm an artist. That's that's pretty much that's what that, I figured because I have such a hard time with jobs, I need to start working for me. So I actually my art, um, I discovered painting like abstract painting like six or something years ago. And I just picked it up because I needed an outlet. And then I found that I really liked it and people really liked my art. And I was just like, well, maybe I can, you know, I can do this for myself and, you know, yeah. make a little bit of money. So. I started doing that, but I have a lot of different other things. I I've been making necklaces lately. That's my new thing. Like just like well, you're super creative, and that yeah. like that's cool, especially when you can find a way to use your outlet to like run your life. Like that is really freaking cool. Yeah. So it's a lot of work, but I'm doing it for me because I'm really sick and tired of working for these messed up people. I've worked for a cokehead. I've worked for I've worked for the sex trafficker and then just every other job that I've worked where people like wouldn't pay me what I was owed and just like I'm just it's too much stress and I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm over it. I'm 31. I just want a steady income, have good people around me aka just myself. <laughs> 
Like, but you're, you're figuring out who you are and you're trying to like use your gifts and talents that you have to give to this world and forget, forget all the other people that have brought and brought you such bad times and bad yeah. memories, you yeah. know, like, yeah, you don't need any it's of that. It's also like made me kind of look inward and like really take value in like the things that I love. So things that I used to push to the side because people would find them weird or quirky or just like not the norm I'm kind of throwing myself into that now so my like my spirituality I like I love tarot cards I love crystals I love like herbal medicines I love stuff like that so I've been taking some herbal medicine courses I'm gonna make some like tinctures and bombs and stuff like that eventually when cool you know I have all the product but like yeah I'm just doing what makes me happy and I think that is the the best outcome for anyone's life is to just find what makes you happy and just do it you're you're gonna struggle you are you're gonna struggle you're gonna have to jump hurdles but you won't know if you can do it unless you try right oh definitely definitely well Dana what advice would you give to someone who is struggling maybe with like any kind of mental wellness or struggling to work through a diagnosis that they've received? Um, honestly, I would try, like, I'm, I'm not more, like, I'm not really like a believer in medication, but I do find that it has helped me a lot and finding the right uh, medication for whatever diagnoses you've been given is great. Um, so take it until you can really get on the right track and eventually you can wean yourself off of it. But um, yoga, meditation, drinking lots of water and trying to eat a healthy diet is like key to keeping your your gut right. And then that in turn makes your brain right. And feed your soul. Find your soul tribe. Find people who make you happy. Don't try and fight for people who don't value you as a friend or a person. Don't try and fight for it because there are people out there who will appreciate who you are and all your flaws and they'll make you happy. Um, What have you learned about yourself through this entire process? Oh, man. That I'm stronger than I I thought I was. I... (laughs) I, I've gone through a lot and I've finally, you know, figured out who I am as a person and I'm allowing that person to be out in the world in full form. I'm not hiding any part of me. I am who I am and I'm sticking to it. What do you think has been the hardest part about your journey? Honestly, probably the jobs, constantly losing jobs was really hard on me because I'm just like, what is like, why is this keep happening? Like, why does this keep happening? Like, I need money to survive. Why? Like, what is the universe trying to teach me? What are they like? What needs to happen here for me to make some money so I can like push forward in life? Because I feel like I've been so stagnant for so long um, and constantly struggling and I don't want to struggle anymore. But The universe is just telling me that none of these jobs you've been doing are right for you and you know what you need to do. You're just not doing it and you need to listen the hell up and do it. And I'm doing it now and I've never been happier. Oh, great. 
What do you hope the takeaway is of your story for our listeners? Always get a police check when you're applying for a nanny job. business just be be you and don't let anybody tell you how you can and cannot act just do what makes you happy don't listen to any of the naysayers we totally both admire you like we admire that you are coming into your own and you're using the gifts that you have that that are natural to you to give that back out into the world and like regardless of your past like you're just like saying screw it regardless of what your current situation is you're still like screw it I'm gonna be me and that is exactly what we're all about so thank you so much for sharing your story with us but before you go we just have some super lighthearted fun pep questions for you all right. I feel like you're gonna be like the best one we've ever had so <laughs> <laughs> Um, question number one is if you could have an endless supply of anything, what would it be? Rocks. That's it. Pretty rocks. <laughs> if you were a superhero, what would your power be? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, uh, the ability to turn water into wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, what is your most used emoji? <laughs> the confused face. <laughs> uh, what's your stance on pineapple on pizza? Always put pineapple on pizza. There is no other way. Ugh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. Love pineapple. <laughs> All right. Our last question is: Are you a morning person or are you a night owl? I am definitely a night owl. Dana, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your stories with your story with our listeners. We are just absolutely in awe of how amazing you are. Like, you're <laughs> just you. like doing your thing, and it's absolutely great. Thank you so much for being unapologetically you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. We're so happy you joined us, and we hope this story inspired you to be unapologetically you. Join us next time for another remarkable journey. And if you or someone you know has a story to share, please reach out to us on our website at unapologeticallyyoupodcast.com. Don't forget to like us on Instagram and Facebook at unapologeticallyyoupodcast. And please rate and subscribe on whatever platform you listen in on so that we can continue to inspire you.